Don't let diaper rash come between you and your baby. Diaper rash can be one of the worst experiences your little one has to go through, and keeping their delicate skin happy and healthy shouldn't require a spatula to apply thick, goopy treatments that can be just as irritating and uncomfortable as the diaper rash. Instead, try Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Dr. Mom Butt Balm is a pediatrician-approved skin protectant, free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide. It was developed by a mom who is also a doctor when she couldn't find any traditional products that worked for her baby's persistent diaper rash. Use just a small amount of Dr. Mom Butt Balm to help soothe your baby's skin and feel good about making the right choice. Nothing comes between you and your baby, not even diaper rash. Check out Dr. Mom Butt Balm, available on Amazon or walmart.com. Well, hello there, Dr. Nicole here. I am thrilled to share something incredible with you today. Imagine having a treasure trove of informative, entertaining, and empowering video content about the journey to parenthood right at your fingertips. That's exactly what you get with Informed Pregnancy Plus. For less than 25 cents a day, you'll gain access to a vast subscription library filled with documentary films, web series, mind and body fitness programs, workshops, and courses covering fertility to parenting and everything in between. A few of my favorite titles are The Business of Being Born, Empowered Mama, Belly Dance for Birth, Ease into Sleep, The Afterbirth Plan, and The Core Connection. And here's the best part. For a limited time, you can gain full access absolutely free. Just visit informedpregnancy.tv to sign up. Get Informed Pregnancy Plus right now for your informed and empowered parenting journey, all from the comfort of your home. Visit informedpregnancy.tv. Again, that's informedpregnancy.tv. In this week's episode, you are going to learn about exercise and pregnancy with nine round exercise specialist, Mackenzie Rowand. Welcome to the All About Pregnancy and Birth podcast. I'm Dr. Nicole Calloway-Rankins, a board-certified OBGYN who's been in practice for nearly 15 years. I've had the privilege of helping over 1,000 babies into this world, and I'm here to help you be calm, confident, and empowered to have a beautiful pregnancy and birth. Quick note, this podcast is for educational purposes only and is not a substitute for medical advice. Check out the full disclaimer at drnicolerankins.com forward slash disclaimer. Now let's get to it. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. This is episode number 152. Thank you for being here with me today. So today's episode, we have Mackenzie Rowan. She is a nine round exercise specialist. And Mackenzie has an exercise and sports science degree. She's also a certified strength and conditioning specialist through the National Strength and Conditioning Association. And she is a certified nutrition coach through the National Academy of Sports Medicine. She got interested in this work after being a part of her own family's lifestyle change and health journey that inspired her to pursue a career in the fitness industry so that she could inspire others. 
McKinsey is passionate about health and fitness and strives to encourage others to be the best version of themselves in all aspects of life. And she also recently went through her own pregnancy and birth. So we're not just going to talk about it from the perspective of her being an expert in exercise, but also her own experience with exercise during pregnancy and birth. So we have a great conversation where we chat about the type of workout she did prior to pregnancy and then how those things changed once once she got pregnant and then as she went through her pregnancy. We'll talk about whether or not she felt like being fit helped her manage her labor, birth, and recovery. Spoiler alert, maybe not as much as she thought. And then we also talk about her experience with getting back into exercising postpartum. And then, of course, she is going to give you some outstanding advice for exercising while pregnant and during the postpartum period. So tons of great information in this episode. I know you're going to love it. Now, speaking of advice, you can get some great advice on making a birth plan. In my online class, make a birth plan the right way. So many people just head to Google look for what to include in a birth plan. They use a template or a form. And I am here to tell you emphatically that that is not enough. When you do it that way, that doesn't actually tell you whether or not your doctor and hospital are going to support what is in your birth plan. And if you hand this piece of paper to them when you get to the hospital without knowing whether or not they support what's in it, you're potentially setting yourself up for major disappointment Um, or not being able to have the things that you want for your birth. So I explain a very straightforward process in my class, make a birth plan the right way. It is an on-demand class rather. So you can sign up for it at drnicolerankins.com forward slash register. You will not regret it. All right, let's get into the conversation with Mackenzie. Thank you so much, Mackenzie, for agreeing to come onto the podcast. I am excited to talk about the topic of fitness and pregnancy. Yes, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me as well. Yeah. So why don't you start off by telling us a bit about yourself and your work and your family, if you'd like. Yeah, of course. Um, My name is Mackenzie. I am an exercise specialist and nutrition coach um, for Nine Round. I work at the World Headquarters in Simpsonville, South Carolina, So a little bit about my background, I have an exercise and sports science degree with an emphasis in shrinking and conditioning, and then I also actually have a minor in health communications. I'm a certified shrinking and conditioning specialist through the NSDA, and then I'm also a nutrition coach through NASM. Um, I am married to my husband, Michael, and we live in South Carolina, and this past October, we had our first baby, Mariah. And so we spend a lot of time with her, but my husband is also a minister. So we spend a lot of time working with the church as well. Oh, wow. 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 So you have a very busy full life, it sounds like. Yes, but I love every minute of it. Good, good, good. And I'm glad you mentioned that you have like training and expertise in this. It isn't always like to when I have um, guests on the podcast, like them to tell like how they got into things. And it sounds like this is something that you've been serious about and committed to um, and take it seriously and do the training to make sure you bring your your best effort to the work. Yes, absolutely. I am very passionate about health and fitness and I have been since I was in high school. 
Okay. All right. All right. Now we'll talk a bit about your own personal journey with fitness and how that affected your pregnancy. And then we'll talk about some things about what other folks can do if they are interested in getting into fitness either during pregnancy and postpartum. So why don't we start off with, I assume you worked out before you got pregnant. So what type of workouts did you do? Yes. So, um, since I do work for nine round, I do a lot of kickboxing workouts. Um, I do the 30 minute circuit with nine round. Um, I also do some at home workouts every now and then. So typically I would work out four to five days a week doing nine round. I would, you know, maybe go for a walk with my family. We have a dog, so she loves going for walks in the evening. Um, and then if I had extra time, I like to do strength training as well, since that is kind of my focus. So I really enjoyed doing that um, pre-pregnancy. And typically my job requires me to do a lot of filming of workouts as well. So sometimes mm. I would work out, you know, two or possibly three times a day, depending oh, wow. on our schedules. So I was very active before my pregnancy, but mostly doing the kickboxing. Okay. Okay. And tell me, um, for those of us who don't know, what is nine round? So nine round is a 30 minute full body kickboxing workout. So there are nine rounds that are each three minutes long. And it is a combination of high intensity interval training with some strength training, body weight training. We do some jump rope in every workout. And then we also do lots of kickboxing. Okay. 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 So then that seems like a lot. And then you get pregnant. So how did your workout routine change what you got once you got pregnant? So I will say the beginning of my pregnancy was kind of nerve wracking just in the fact that I didn't have much morning sickness. So that wasn't really an issue for me with my workout routine changing. But the big issue for me was I was just exhausted all of the time. Mm -hmm. So I definitely cut back my workouts a little bit to help my body to have more time to recover in between. Um, that was my main thing at the beginning of changing my routine. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There is nothing quite like that first trimester fatigue. For sure. <laughs> and it like hits you. I just remember one time like I came and I just sat down on the couch and I just fell asleep. Just like sitting on, <laughs> on the couch yes. and it just, it just like hits you. <laughs> yes. I was in bed at like eight o'clock every night and my husband's like, I guess I'll watch TV if you're going to sleep already. <laughs> Oh, goodness. So then as you, well, I guess, obviously, you know, it's part of your job and your work to, to, to work out. So then how did things, um, oh, oh I guess a couple questions. So how did your work, your workout routine change as you went through your pregnancy? And then what kind of conversations did you have with your doctor about working out during pregnancy? Yeah. So, um, at the beginning, like I said, I just kind of toned back my workouts, you know, in the waiting period until I went to the doctor, I was just, you know, I was really tired. We were actually in quarantine whenever I found out that I was pregnant. So I was able to just go for some walks and think about how my whole life was going to change, um, <laughs> just spending time outside. But then from there, I talked to my doctor and I just kind of told her my background, told her, you know, I've done a lot of research, but I also have a degree in exercise science and this is my job. So what are your recommendations? And 
she mostly just told me that her her main thing was if I could still talk comfortably, then then I was probably okay to just kind of go off of how I felt. And so, of course, I told her, well, I, I work out on camera and, and lead workouts. So I talk while I exercise all the time. Right, right. Um, so that was that was her main recommendations. And from there, she kind of told me I could do whatever I felt comfortable with. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. And and then how did things change as you went through your pregnancy? So in the beginning, I just focused on, you know, breathing and heart rate control. And I didn't really have to do many, many modifications. Um, as we said earlier, I exercised all the time before. So it didn't change that much. Um, towards at the beginning of my second trimester, I took out prone exercises. So I no longer did anything laying on my stomach. So nothing like a Superman or anything like that where I was laying um, on my stomach. Um, and then I didn't really pop, as people would say, until after my 20th week. It was somewhere between 20 and 25 weeks. So at that point is where laying on my back became uncomfortable. So anything laying on my back for like core work, I went ahead and took that out of my workouts and I would do things in the standing position or maybe like a high plank or a side plank for core exercises. But I did continue training my core the entire time because it's so important. And then I took out plyometric exercises about the same time. It was starting to become really difficult to jump and things in my workouts as well. Gotcha. 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 That makes sense. Mm -hmm. And so actually towards the end of my pregnancy, I started having some minor complications. Um, And so the last two weeks or so of my pregnancy, I did only walking. And so we just would walk in the evenings as a family. Okay. So you had to definitely like play it by ear and adjust, mm-hmm. <clears throat> adjust things. And then towards the very end, you, you um, really had to pull it back a bit. Yes. The, the last two weeks or so. Okay. Okay. Expecting parents who are looking for great nursery decor, this message is for you. As you prepare for the beautiful journey ahead, let Home Threads be your partner in creating a serene nest for your growing family. At HomeThreads.com, explore a collection designed for comfort and style during this special time. From cozy nursery essentials to soothing rocking chairs, Home Threads has everything to create the perfect home for your little one and always at the best value. If you like unique items, then you definitely need to check out Home Threads. We got a silver picture frame from Home Threads that is absolutely beautiful. It's one of those timeless classic items that will last for years to come and it fits in any space in your home. Be sure to visit homethreads.com forward slash Dr. Nicole today and receive a code for 15% off your first order. Home Threads, love where you live. And how do you feel like your exercise or do you feel like the fact that you exercised and were pretty fit, how do you feel like that helped you manage your labor and birth and then recovery afterwards? I think that I had expectations. I had completely different expectations than what actually happened whenever it was time to deliver a baby. <laughs> um, a, 
I knew it was going to be hard, but people told me all along, well, you're so young and fit. It's going to be super easy for you. And that was not the case. Um, <laughs> and, and in the moment, I was like, I could not imagine if I had not maintained my health and fitness throughout this pregnancy. Um, I was induced in the middle of my 37th week. Okay. So I um, did have some high blood pressure. And so they were concerned about me becoming preeclamptic. Mm -hmm. So, so I was induced because we felt like that was the safest option for me, especially since I was, you know, already 37 weeks. Sure. So I was in labor. Well, the beginning of the induction process until my daughter was born was 36 hours. And okay. <laughs> that was a really long time. Yeah, <laughs> and, it is. and I feel like I would not have had the endurance for that if I had not, you know, been keeping up my health as much as possible throughout those nine months. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, that that's, that's a it's a, a long, a long time and then Pitocin and the contraction. So I can, I mean, was it hard for you in the moment to like, realize like, oh, <laughs> what were all these people saying that it was going to be yes. easy and now it's maybe not necessarily so <laughs> yes. easy. <laughs> and, then, and then the next day I was, I was just so tired and so sore. I was like, I thought they said it was going to be easy. <laughs> um, and, and it was the hardest thing I've ever done, but definitely the most rewarding. And like I said, I think that I couldn't imagine if I had not, you know, worked out the whole time and, uh -huh. and really continued to make my body stronger. Um, then I definitely think that it could have had a much different impact. Sure. And I'm really thankful to, you know, for my exercise science knowledge and my fitness throughout. I think that it helped me in that recovery process as well, because, you know, there were some days where I just didn't feel that great, but, you know, I knew of exercises, ways that I could move my body and mm -hmm. still feel good without, you know, just going full throttle with my workouts as well. Yep. 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 That makes a lot of sense. Now, do you mind me asking, did you feel disappointed or upset or like, why am I getting high blood pressure when I am so healthy? Yes, absolutely. It was, um, it was a very hard thing for me to come to grips with. Uh, the first time that I had a high blood pressure reading, I actually, um, I thought that it was wrong mm -hmm. for sure. And, and then they took it again and then they told me I needed to go to the hospital, but of course, because of COVID, I had to drive myself. So that wasn't ideal either. Right, <laughs> um, right. So, you know, my husband met me there and he was there almost as fast as I was. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's still just one of those things where I was like, well, what did I do wrong? And then it's one of those things where there was nothing I could do to prevent that. You know, um, at this point, I was almost full term. Uh, and so my body just was having a hard time handling it. And my doctor had told me at the beginning, you know, that first time moms are, you know, you don't really know how your body's going to handle the pregnancy. Mm -hmm. um, but it definitely did take me a little bit to realize that you can do everything that you're supposed to do, but still have complications. Absolutely. Absolutely. The whole pregnancy and birth process is is unpredictable and you have to be ready to ride those waves for sure. For sure. I'm just glad that I did what I could to lower my risk. You know, I could have started dealing with those problems a lot sooner. Um, but instead it was already a safe point in my pregnancy to deliver if I needed mm -hmm. to. And I was able to hold on for another couple of weeks. 
Good, 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 good. So how soon did you get back to working out postpartum? My first official workout after Mariah was born was right at the six week mark. Um, so I got released on Wednesday and on Thursday, I was like, who wants to meet up and work out with me? I was so excited. Um, but it was definitely a modified workout. I, I treated it very similar to the way I did throughout my pregnancy. I was focusing on just listening to my body. I was taking modifications as needed. Um, I didn't do, you know, any plyometric work. I didn't feel like my body was ready for that. Um, I just focused more on slow and control, took it nice and easy, but I felt beyond accomplished once I was done with that workout. I bet. I can only imagine. It's like you have been waiting, if, especially if it's what you do all the time mm-hmm. <laughs> that you wanted to get, get back to it. Um, how, how did you feel about your new postpartum body? Because definitely things change after you have a baby. Yes. And I, I do think that that was part of the reason that I was so excited to get back is because I had never seen my body like this. And so that was definitely something that was hard for me to come to grips with. I have always been a very active person. So, you know, sitting at home (laughs) wasn't ideal. Um, I did start walking short distances, you know, just down the block and back you know, a week postpartum, and I would kind of increase my walks as I felt comfortable, because I was ready to, you know, get off some of that extra weight. But at the same time, something I tried to do in regards to my body was just constantly remind myself that I just did like the most amazing things that a female body can Mm -hmm. do. (laughs) Um, and, And so I was just, you know, this is a really amazing thing that my body can do. And so I need to give myself some grace and take my time getting back to where I was. I love that. I love that. And it's so, so important because it is, it's, it's a completely amazing thing. And it's the same thing I, I tell folks, like whether they have a, a vaginal birth or, or a C-section, like your body grew an entire human being. <laughs> My mom laughed at me the whole nine months because every time someone would say something, I'm like, but I'm growing a human. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. So let's talk about some advice for those who want to start working out. So pregnancy is often a time that women decide, Hey, now I'm ready to get active. I want to do what I can in order to help, you know, support my pregnancy. What are two or three pieces of advice for someone that you would give who wants to start exercising while pregnant? Yes. So the first thing that I would say, if you're not someone that has worked out uh, before pregnancy, I think it's very important that you kind of take it slow. Your body is already going through, like we talked about earlier, the craziest thing ever. Mm -hmm. Um, It it takes a lot on your body. And so I think it's important to take it slow, listen to your body um, and trust your gut. If it doesn't feel comfortable, then it's okay to not do that. Um, I think it's really important to just trust your body because it knows what it's doing. You know, your limits. um, So do what's comfortable for you, especially if you're just beginning. Um, I also think it's important to note that exercising is very important. It's going to help you through the entire process. It'll help you to feel better. Even, even though pregnancy is so exhausting, it does help to boost your energy levels mm-hmm. and it has a lot of benefits. But I think it's important to remember that it's okay to take a day off and it's okay to take three days off if that's what you need. <laughs> um, 
there's not a one size fits all. And so whenever it comes to exercising, just do what you enjoy and move your body and you're going to thank yourself later. That is outstanding advice, outstanding advice. And there's definitely research that shows that exercise during pregnancy helps you feel better. It can help your, your labor and all of those good, great things. So you make some really excellent points. Are there any particular exercises that you recommend for pregnant folks or things that they stay away from? Yeah. So, um, I think that something that's really important is, um, that I would recommend don't stop training your core just because you're pregnant. You're going to want to change those exercises. Like I mentioned earlier, maybe standing or in the plank position or a side plank position, but a strong core is so, so important. And something else that has to do, you know, with our core muscles and things that you wouldn't necessarily think about. I did jump rope through my entire pregnancy. Mm. Um, so the round one at nine round is always jump rope. And it's, it's not a high impact movement. You're just jumping over a tiny rope. But I really think that jumping rope the entire pregnancy has really helped with my core control um, with with my pelvic floor muscles. I, I don't really have any issues with that. And so I think that strengthening those muscles, it does more than you think. Um, so I know that it's kind of crazy. Most people don't jump rope after like the fifth grade, right? But um, <laughs> I definitely feel like that made a difference because I was really concerned getting back into jumping rope after my delivery right. and I haven't had any issues with that. Nice. Nice. So that's just nice. kind of like a sidebar. If, if you're worried about that, um, that's definitely a great option. But when it comes to exercises that I would avoid, once again, like I said earlier, it's kind of listening to your body and doing what's comfortable for you. Mm -hmm. um, I, would, I would avoid things like burpees that, involve getting down and back up really quickly or something that could cause you to lose your balance um, as well, just because, you know, the center of gravity changes, especially the further along you go. Yep, for sure. Yeah. Your, your, your body is just going to work differently. So absolutely. <laughs> um, that center of gravity is going to change and you're just, you're just some things you're not going to be able to do. Um, but I love the suggestion of jump roping because it's something you can do in your house. Like it's not mm -hmm. something that, you know, you have to go anywhere or do anything, especially in these um, unfortunate times that seem to never want to end. Yes. Um, <laughs> that's an easy thing that, that you can do. And then I'm, I'm, I'm guessing also even like plain old walking, it doesn't like, uh, I love what you say about do what you like. Don't feel like this isn't the time to, you know, train for a marathon, mm -hmm. just move your body. Of course. And, and for me, you know, I, I love nine round. I wouldn't do it if I didn't enjoy it, you know, and I really in, enjoy the, the high intensity, the kickboxing, but there were some days where I was like, I need lower intensity. My body cannot do that today. And I'm going to go for a walk instead. Right. And, and that's good time with your family as well. If you have other children, that's a good way to get them out and, help them to move their bodies as well. So you can kind of make it a family thing. And there were a couple of times where I was like, I don't, I don't want to do the higher intensity today, but it's cold outside. Or I guess I live in South Carolina. It was hot outside in October. Um, <laughs> so, so, you know, doing a, a light lift or something like that, do what, do what's fun. I mean, if it's summertime, go for a swim, you know, you can do all kinds of things to move your body. 
um, in a way that's fun for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So then what about folks after they have the baby and they're trying to juggle, you know, having a brand new baby and new body and wanting to get active, but being tired. So what are two or three pieces of advice you have for women who want to start exercising after they have a baby? So the first one, and I, I've beat it into the ground today, but I'll continue to Mm -hmm. do it. Trust your body. Mm -hmm. You, you know, your body tells you when it's too tired. If you, if you didn't sleep all night because you were up with a baby every hour, every two hours, then it's okay to take a day off, take a nap. (laughs) I mean, if you can take a nap, take the nap, but um, it's important. You don't want to risk burning yourself out. You don't want to risk overtraining. Give yourself some time, take it easy and do what feels comfortable for you. The bouncing back thing is it's not all that it's cracked up to be. It's going to take time. You spent nine months growing the human So give yourself a little bit of time when you're coming back. Of course, it's important to move your body, but you really want to listen. Make sure you're getting proper rest and recovery, especially between workouts, because that's just as important as the physical part of working out for your health. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Hey, so you made it this far in the episode, and I'm thinking it's because you enjoyed this podcast. Well, if that's the case, then I have a favor to ask. Creating and producing the All About Pregnancy into Birth podcast has been one of the greatest joys of my life. I'm so grateful to have each and every one of you on this journey with me. Your support and engagement means the world to me, and it's what helps keep this podcast going. But here's the thing. Producing a podcast involves time, effort, and resources from recording equipment to an editor, hosting fees, coordinating guests, countless hours spent researching and crafting content. It all adds up. And that's where I could use your support. I've never wanted to turn all about pregnancy and birth into a paywall. I want it to remain accessible to everyone. That's why I've set up a way for you to support the show financially if you're able and willing. If this podcast has helped you during your pregnancy, your birth, or your life, I'm asking you to consider contributing to the show. Your support will help cover production and team costs and ensure that I can continue delivering the episodes you love. So in the month of March, head to drnicolerankins.com forward slash support and contribute whatever you can. Your support, no matter how big or small, makes a significant impact. It helps us continue delivering high quality content and ensures the future of all about pregnancy and birth. Again, that's drnicolerankins.com forward slash support. Thank you so much for being part of the All About Pregnancy and Birth community. Now back to the show. And I'm so glad you said something about the whole bouncing back, especially on social media. There's like, you know, the snapback and all of this, that and the other. And it's like, don't don't even look at that stuff because it's just going to upset you probably more than anything, um, more than anything else, because everybody has their own journey and their own time. And, and you and you in a way you have a new normal of what your body will be after you have um, a baby. So don't stress about, you know, bouncing back. Oh, for sure. And, and to that, don't be afraid to modify. Um, I used to be able to do tons of pushups on my toes and I've been doing modified pushups since coming back from having a baby because 
you know, my abs are not as strong as they were. My core muscles are not as strong. And I took six weeks off. Um, don't be afraid to modify. Our bodies grew strong in a completely different way. Um, but the other things that were strong, you know, they need some time to be rebuilt. And don't be afraid to see a physical therapist if you need that. If, if you need that in order to help your body finish recovering, don't be afraid to explore that option. Just don't be afraid to modify because that's going to help us come back stronger in the end. You don't have to go full throttle as soon as you come back because we took a lot of time off, you know, just for the recovery portion. So make sure that you take it slow and listen to your doctor's recommendations. Mm -hmm. Yep. Great, great, great advice. And I know I didn't ask you in the questions beforehand, but now realizing that you also have a background in nutrition as well, are there any nutrition recommendations that you have for pregnant or postpartum folks? Yes, of course. So my, my main advice would be to focus on the well-balanced. We want all of the macronutrients. We want proteins, carbs, fats. They all have their purpose in our nutrition plan. Um, so as long as your doctor has okayed it, as long as you don't have any other complications, you know, it's important to focus on getting everything, keep those whole grains, lean proteins, and lots of vegetables in your diet, as well as some fruits. And that will really help overall with your energy levels as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know sometimes it can be, hard to manage your nutrition <laughs> during pregnancy. And I think it's also another area to give yourself some grace and do the oh, best of course. you can. Yeah. Because... If, if you want, if you want the, the dessert, eat the dessert, you are growing a yeah. human, but <laughs> it's about that balance for sure. Yes. Balance is always, always key. Whether you're pregnant or not, actually balance is, is always key in what we're putting in our body and realizing how we're nourishing ourselves. So just, just to wrap up, I ask everyone these, these questions, what is the most frustrating part of your work? Are you also going to ask me the most rewarding? I am. Okay. So I think that it, it's the same answer for both. Oh, interesting. This is the first time I've heard somebody <laughs> say this. So yeah, let's hear it. So the most frustrating part of my work, as well as the most rewarding part of my work is that I exercise and promote good nutrition for a living. And it has to do with that bounce back culture that we talked about earlier as to why it's the most frustrating. Um, I feel a lot of pressure to get back to exactly where I was in January of 2021 mm. before I found out that I was pregnant. I feel a ton of pressure to be back working out two times a day, some days working out, you know, at least five days a week to, to get back to that exact weight, that exact size and all of these things. But that's not ideal whenever I just gave birth three right. months ago. Right. Um, but at the same time, that's the most rewarding part of my work because I get to focus on something that's really important to me, which is, healthy nutrition and exercising and fitness and incorporating those to give me a great, healthy, well-balanced lifestyle. And that's really rewarding because I get to focus on that for myself, but also encourage other people to live a healthy lifestyle, which is super important and super rewarding to me to be able to make a difference. 
hundred percent. I like that. I like that. And I can totally see how it can be both the most rewarding and frustrating part of your work. The same thing for sure. So then last thing, what's your favorite piece of advice? And you may have already said it before. So if you said it before, you can say it again, but what's your favorite piece of advice that you like to give to pregnant or postpartum mamas who are thinking about exercising? It goes back to listening to your body. I want you to move your body and I want you to you know, have that well-balanced nutrition plan, but I also want you to give yourself a lot of grace because it is the most rewarding thing to become a mom or, you know, to add another child to your family, but it's also the hardest thing. So listen to your body, trust your gut, go with your instinct. And I know that you can do it because I did it, but just make sure that you are trusting the process. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, thank you so much, Mackenzie, for agreeing to come on to the podcast. Where can people connect with more information about um, you or Nine Round? Yes. So um, I do work for the Nine Round World Headquarters. Um, So if you want to check out the on-demand platform, that's Nine Round Now. And I am one of the trainers on there. If you have a local nine round studio, you could always go there. They're each individually owned. Um, but I help with programming workouts as well as the nutrition content that comes out for nine round. So that's a great way to connect with the work that I do. Um, I also have a personal Instagram account and that is just Kenzie Grace underscore nine seven. And so that is where you can find me on social media. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Again, this was some really useful information and I know you are going to help someone on their exercise journey. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Wasn't that a great conversation? Really informative. I appreciate Mackenzie coming on and sharing her advice and experience. Now, after every episode where I have a guest on, I do something called Dr. Nicole's Notes, where I talk about my top takeaways from the episode through the lens of me being a board certified practicing OBGYN who's been in practice for a long time and helped lots of babies into this world, 15 years and over a thousand. So let's get into Dr. Nicole's Notes from my conversation with Mackenzie. Number one, being fit, don't get me wrong, will 100% help you during your pregnancy. It certainly is not going to hurt you, but it is not a guarantee that birth will suddenly be easy. Okay. There's no guarantee that being fit is going to make your birth easy. So don't do that in the anticipation that that's what's going to happen because that's just not the case. Now, speaking of being fit, I don't want you to focus on like having some specific body type or or anything like that. I really just want you to focus during pregnancy on moving your body. It doesn't have to be crazy. It doesn't have to be excessive. You don't have to be sweating like crazy. Just move your body. Get out and walk. Do some prenatal yoga. Um, It doesn't have to be things that are complicated. I just want you to focus on moving your body. Just moving your body makes a huge difference, not only for your physical health, but also for your mental health as well. Okay. Note number two is you can do everything right and still have things come up because pregnancy is an unpredictable process. Mackenzie was very fit, yet she still developed hypertension during pregnancy. Some things are just out of your control 
Um, again, birth is unpredictable and we don't know what will always happen. Now, obviously I'm not saying don't bother getting fit because you never know, you know, what might happen. Of course, you should still try to take the best care of yourself that you can, but know that you can still do everything right and still things may, may pop up. So the key, and that goes to point number three, is being able to control the things that you can control. Okay. Control the things that you can control. You can't control whether or not you will develop preeclampsia or whether or not your baby will have issues with growth or whether or not the heart rate tracing will look crazy and you know a C-section is recommended. Those aren't things that you can control. But what you can control is your activity level. You can control how prepared you are going into birth how knowledgeable you are about things going into birth. That part you can 100% completely control. That's where childbirth education plays a role and is so important. It allows you to control the things that you can control, which is being prepared and informed going into your birth. Of course, the birth preparation course is a fantastic option to do that, to get you calm, confident, and empowered, get you everything you need to know to be ready to advocate for yourself during your birth and and ride those potential waves of unpredictability, you can check out the birth preparation course. That's my online childbirth education class at drnicolerankins.com forward slash enroll. Okay. And then the final thing, I said this during the conversation, but I'm going to say it again, like the whole bounce back, just, we need to like, you know, F that. Like just don't that bouncing back the culture, you know, people on Instagram snapping photos three seconds after birth. Like, please don't don't buy into that or think you have to do that. Run your own race. Get back to your new. I I shouldn't say get back to normal, but get to your new normal because your body's going to change after you grew a human being. That's just the reality of it. Take your time. Don't feel like you have to bounce back or snap back or anything like that. Um, Seriously, like F that. Okay, so there you have it. Do me a favor, share this podcast with a friend if you like it. Also subscribe to the podcast and Apple podcast or wherever you're listening to me right now. And I love it if you leave a review for me in Apple podcast so I can see what you think. It also helps the show to grow. And do check out the resources that I mentioned, the class, Make a Birth Plan the Right Way. That's drnicolerankins.com forward slash register and the birth preparation course. That's drnicolerankins.com forward slash enroll. So that is it for this episode. Do come on back next week. And remember, you deserve a beautiful pregnancy and birth. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.